Hey, how you doing? My name is Red. Thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode of Uniquely Spoken. Lord, it's just the intro and I'm already tripping up on words. That should give you an indication of how this episode will probably go. But if you're new here, hey honey, how you doing? If you're returning, what's up red people? Let's jump into this episode and pray our way through, honey, okay? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? If you're new here, hey, honey, how you doing? You'll get used to honey. You'll get used to your new name. If you're returning, what's up, red people? If you don't know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. How is your day going? How's your day? How's your week? How's your month? You know, all of these things. I want to know. It's a care to share moment. Okay? I mean, we can't really have a conversation back and forth because you're listening to me and it's greatly appreciated. But what we can do is roll on into just scrolling. Okay? So, just scrolling randomly across this random ghetto internet and... What do I come across on my screen? A father beating his 12-year-old daughter. Now, beating is probably a strong word. He was, you know, whooping her with a belt. (laughs) And why, you might ask, inquiring minds want to know? Because she was caught in the house having sex at 12 years old. Now, someone did a reaction video to this or not really a reaction video to um but they kind of did a response to the video that was posted um i don't want to mess up their instagram name but uh so i'm not even gonna try it so from my understanding the 12 year old was caught in the house by the father having sex or the a family member caught them in the house and told the dad now, the person who did the video said a couple of things that I agree with and a couple of things that I was kind of eh on. A couple of things that I agree with was don't just automatically whoop your child out of frustration and out of anger. Take a second step back, kind of cool down first. And then if you feel like you still need to whoop them, get them, do, do whatever it is you're going to do as a parent secondly what is going on you know are you not monitoring your child's social media usage all of that i don't understand why 12 year olds got social media pages and all that now like my nieces are 12 and 10 and (laughs) what instagram what facebook anything that you need to share is shared by your mama me or your uncle or your Lala. So, ain't no Instagram, bitch. And I can understand the father being angry. Because if I find out my 12-year-old niece is having sex, especially in a house where I pay bills at, it's going to be an episode of SmackDown Live, hands down, no hesitation. Like, I'm going to have to put you in the chokehold, slam you, or drop kick you in your spine. Whichever one comes first. Now, 
Like I said, I'm going to take a step back and try to collect my thoughts and my feelings first. But what was going on in this girl's life that she felt like she had to have sex at 12? One of the things that the person said in their video that I was kind of eh on was, well, where's the mom? Why didn't the mom handle this? To me, uh, it didn't matter who handled it. Because, you know, the person was like, well, mom can tell her, you know, talk to her about being a 12-year-old girl. Dad can't. Dad hasn't been a 12-year-old girl. But dad can tell her and instill in her that self-worth of, you know what, don't let these knucklehead boys tell you what they're going to tell you to get in your draws. To especially to give your cookie up at 12. Now, I know some of y'all... Well, is this is a judgment-free zone, okay? I know some of y'all been popping that thing since you was probably like 10, 11, all right? But everybody don't got to do that. I'm 27 and ain't popped that thing yet, all right? So at 12, we kind of got to see, well, what, who was she influenced by? Was this peer pressure? Was this social media influence? Because at 12, you got a mind of your own. And you entering this stage where you're going to want to start rebelling against your parents. Okay. Everybody been through that stage. But to do it in a way where your self-worth is compromised. Eh. 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 Don't do that to yourself, baby. You setting yourself up for failure. Because you're going to wrap yourself up in the sex aspect of it. And not who's really trying to get to know you for you. So there's that um daddy and then that was another thing that was brought up in the video of whooping the child and being posted online posting it online i don't understand that either it's not like oh well you embarrassing the child you trying to ruin their reputation no there's a possibility you gonna go to jail because you beating your child on the internet so now you doing two to five years for child abuse i don't know if that's the correct amount of time but we're gonna say it is you're doing two to five years for child abuse because you wanted to teach your child a lesson. Now you sitting up in cell block D trying not to get your apple taken. Mm-mm. Don't, 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 don't post, don't, don't post your, you whooping your child. That's not benefiting you or your child. There's no point in that. So moving on. This is a quick message to the little nasty. F- mm. To the person, I believe they were on United Airlines, if I'm if I remember correctly. To the person that decided to use your nasty, crusty, monkey feet to swipe left and swipe right on the screen. If you have not seen this, I you can go look it up online under feet video, feet airlines, whatever it is. Then again, be careful because it's a bunch of freaks out there that you ain't gonna you're not gonna know what's gonna pop up but to this person if this happens to come across your headphones i just got a quick message for you you nasty you dirty you funky nasty funky dirty bitch i don't i don't like you now when i get on the plane and i put my hands on the screen and swipe left swipe right try to watch a free movie because i done paid this money for this ticket now my hands smell like bicycle seats and bad decisions and i got pink eye because i rubbed my eye because it was itching after i done touched the screen that you done had your nasty monkey claws on you bitch 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was aggressive. That was real aggressive. I do apologize. I'm sorry. <sighs> Y'all not finna play with my spirit today. Um, I do apologize. That that was real aggressive. It was. We're gonna bring it down. I that that was a little that may may have been a little too much. But uh Carrie likes all wipes with you because nowadays I don't know what's up with society and you want to spread your germs to me. Why I gotta be infected? Because of your nasty decisions. Sucking on cucumbers, licking stuff, using mouthwash and spitting it back into the thing. Now you got your feet just all out in the public swiping left. Swip. No, no, Shanita. We said we were going to calm down. We said we was going to bring it down. That's not bringing it down. You're going back to 10. I don't need you at 10. I need you at 2. Okay? <sighs> Let's move. Just moving on. Moving on. That you dirty bitch. Um, Moving on. So, y'all know Instagram is cutting out your likes, right? Or at least who can see your likes. And people are upset about this. Why? I don't know. I can understand it if it's from a business perspective or an influencer perspective because you can get branding deals from it because they can at least see on a post, well, this person got over, you know, 50,000 likes on the post. This is somebody I need to connect with. This is money to be made in that aspect. But for you people that just got like 200 followers and you averaging 15 likes, why are you upset? You can still take your mama rent money and flex for the gram and get your 15 likes. You can still go to them and look at them. You can see who liked your stuff, but everybody else, the public won't be able to see who liked it. And that is really <laughs> pressing some people's buttons now instagram sent out a tweet and let's read children we want your friends to focus on the photos and videos you share not on not how many likes they get you can still see your own likes by tapping the list of people who've liked it but your friends will not be able to see how many likes your post has received now i don't understand why in this day and age a lot of self-worth is tied into likes i don't understand why in this day and age if you not popping on the ground if you not you know snapchat official whatever the case may be it's almost like you don't matter and that's sad because we have young people growing up in this society where hey if i'm not clickable or if i'm not likable on social media then why am i here everybody trying to be an influencer everybody trying to be a youtuber everybody trying to be a rapper everybody trying to be everything that involves social media and if that can't nobody see me then how they know i'm popping like and i read a comment that was that said well, they just going to see how many people liked it. They going to screenshot it and then post it. So you ain't really doing nothing on Instagram, but adding an extra step. So evaluate yourself. Does it mean that much? Like how many likes you get on a picture? Does it mean that much? And why does it mean so much to you? Evaluate yourself and ask that, ask that question to yourself and see what you get. Spend some time with the Lord. Focus on that. Focus on your relationship with our Father. 
our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's do that instead of focusing on, on likes, okay? And we're back. Let's jump into Unique Thoughts. Now, Unique Thoughts, this time I want you all's Unique Thoughts on this situation. It's, it's a little story time, but I want you all's thoughts. Title, Did I Help Him Cheat? Yes, you heard correctly, Did I Help Him Cheat? Now, for the sake of this person knowing who it is, and for a couple of my friends, they gonna know who this is, to be honest, we're not gonna say names. Or letters. Okay. But. When I was in junior college. I made a friend. Let's call him. Leo. Okay. So. Me and Leo became friends. And after a while. I told Leo I liked him as more than a friend. And he basically told me that. I waited too long to tell him. That I liked him as more than a friend. Because I guess initially he knew he liked me. And for me, I wanted to get to know you first. And by this point, it had been two weeks that since we had known each other. Um, before I told him I liked him as more than a friend. And, okay, I got friend zoned, whatever. We actually became really good friends. <clears throat> we actually became very close I knew things about his life and he knew things about mine and there was no judgment on either side. So we became real comfortable with each other. Now, I found out online that he was in a relationship and I was slick mad at him for that. Not at the fact he was in a relationship. Part of me was hurt. My pride was hurt because I wanted it to be me that he was in a relationship with, but it didn't happen. So um, I was upset that I found out online. Apparently, at the time, his girlfriend was like real happy about me and his friendship. She was cool with it, whatever. And she would encourage him to come hang out with me. Now, there was a time where I came out of class, came out of the building, and him and his girlfriend were talking to a friend of hers. And he saw me and ran over to me and gave me a hug and started talking. And his girlfriend's friend was like, so, like, you ain't gonna say nothing about that? Like, you ain't gonna check him or nothing? And she said, no, that's just one of his, you know, that's one of his little friends. Uh, Like, look at her and look at me. I'm straight. Like, ain't nothing gonna happen. Okay? So... I graduate during this time at uh, the college I was attending, the community college I was attending. I graduated. I didn't know me and his girlfriend was graduating at the same time. Now, during this time, him and her had a baby. Didn't know about the baby until I found out online and we stopped speaking for like a semester. And by the time we started speaking again, I was graduating and found out that his now baby mama was graduated. So 
I graduate, go to USM, yada, yada, blase, blase. We don't speak for like a year. Him and the girl end up getting engaged and they're now married. All right. They're now married. So they're married. They have a child together and she had a child before she met him. But you can, you know, you can't tell him that that's not his son. So props to him for stepping up and being that father. Okay. So time has passed. It's, you know, it's been like a year or so since we had spoken. And I randomly get a message that said, hey, I just wanted to talk to you and to apologize and I accept the blame and everything that happened between us. Like this long message basically with him accepting fault. And I end up writing him back. I guess apologizing for my for the part that I played in it. Even though I didn't play a part in him not talking to me, it was purely on him. Um we end up talking again. Then it's like we were off and on for a few years. Now, it is 2019. I have not spoken to him since 2016, I believe. In 2017, there was a bad storm in Mississippi. And he tried to call and send me messages on Facebook to check on me and all of that. I didn't know about the messages until way later on. But I said, did I help him cheat? Because we used to have conversations when we were on our good cycles. It was like a cycle of really, really, really good. Then a cycle of really, really, really bad. As far as we wouldn't speak, he'll stop talking to me out the blue. And it was for a lot of BS reasons, looking back at it. But. I said that I help him cheat because there were things that I knew that his wife didn't know. There were things that he felt more comfortable talking to me about that he didn't feel comfortable talking to her about because he felt as though she wouldn't understand. Um, Were there feelings involved while we were talking? In a sense, yeah, because it was that, well, what would have happened? Um, like the shoulda, coulda, wouldas that never did. We've never kissed, never went like anything past conversation. And I knew that if he was the type of person to really step out, I knew that there was a full-blown fact I could have slept with him. I knew that there were pieces of him that I had that his wife didn't have. So it's like, you know, you're in this relationship, you're in this marriage now. And your wife doesn't know parts of your past that I know. And then I'm finding out stuff about your marriage and about your relationship um, that I know she does that I know she doesn't know that I, that you're telling me for a while he said his wife knew we were speaking again and now we haven't spoken in years um why I can't tell you because I'm not sure but did I help him cheat because he wasn't completely with his wife I knew I had part of his heart 
I knew that I had part of his mind. I knew. I I knew all of these things. Did I help him cheat? Even though we didn't do anything physical. Did I help him cheat? And this brought, this was brought up by um my mom randomly asked me, Hey, do you still talk to Leo? Or have you heard from Leo? Because he liked a post on her Instagram. Now, when he would get mad at me and we go through these spells of not speaking, he would block me <laughs> from all forms of social media. And I don't know if that was out of the comfort of his wife to make his wife feel better or not. I can't I can't tell you. I can tell you to this day I'm still blocked because I tried to snoop through my mom's. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. He scared the hell out of me. But I tried to snoop through my mom's phone since he apparently follows her, but she doesn't follow him and his page is private. Tried to do a healthy amount of snooping, couldn't do it. Why? Because she wasn't she she wasn't set up the way I needed her to be set up. So yeah, we haven't spoken. And I want to know, did I help him cheat? Like, part of me feel bad. And then part of me is like, well, the wife ended up not liking you. <laughs> Even though she used to encourage us to hang out and everything, she ends up not liking me because for a stupid reason she made up in her head about me not speaking to her and acknowledging her and the baby and all of that when that was not true. So, yeah. That, that oh, I ain't got to worry about her. Look at her. Look at me trick i could have had your man let's be real about it but i'm not that type of female so y'all answer y'all give me your unique thoughts on this did i help him cheat hey honeys so this week for Hey Honey, instead of me giving you encouraging words, I'm giving you some advice. I posted a question on my Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page, um, asking for y'all to send me some questions for Hey Honey. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is uniquely underscore spoken underscore words, and you can send me messages there. You can DM me there and or you can follow me on Snapchat spoken underscore red and follow me there. I'm gonna try to set up a official page for the podcast. That way it's easier to send me messages and questions that you want me to answer or want my advice on for Hey Honey. This Hey Honey segment segment, Janita. This Hey Honey se- session. There we go. I got a question. And it's a really good one. So the question is. Who Jesus? (laughs) Why do we do so many things we don't like. And like so many things we don't do. Once again. Why do we do so many things we don't like. And like so many things we don't do. So, 
First of all, hey, honey, to the person that sent this in. I don't know if you want your name out there or not, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it. But uh oh, Jesus! Now I'm knocking stuff over. I believe the answer to this question is society, family, and expectations. Society has put this in us or presented us with this notion that we have to have or not yeah we have to have this certain life built up we go we go to a job that we don't like for the sake of paying bills we deal with people we don't want to deal with it could be for the sake of family or for the sake of the relationship with our significant other a lot of times we built this expectation up in our head of what our life is supposed to look like. So to finance the life that we that we want, we, like I said, go to a job that we don't like. We deal with people that we don't want to deal with. And the stuff that actually bring us joy, that could actually be a part of our purpose on this earth, we enjoy it so much because it's like that escape from reality. For me, this podcast is sometimes an escape from reality for this segment right here um for for the hey honey segment it's like like i said like i tell y'all all the time i get to encourage you at the same time try to encourage myself so i believe we don't we like the things that wait a minute now i'm backwards i believe we like so many things we don't do because it's an escape for us. And if we start doing them on a constant basis, we fear that someone is going to take that that thing from us. My other escape was writing poetry or is writing poetry. But when I did it for myself, I enjoyed it a lot more because when certain people found out that I did it, they was like, why are you not writing more? You need to write more. You need to do this. You need to do that. Oh, you need to check this out. Or you need to... They tried to construct my creativity and they tried to put their input in on my artistry and it takes that joy away from it. Now, it's, I'm not doing something that I enjoy. I'm doing something for the sake of, okay, other people like it. I'm doing something for the sake of not to hear the inputs of everybody else. Well, you need to be writing more. Well, you need to do this. If you don't, you're going to lose it if you don't use it. Now, the joy is taken out of it for me, not completely, but the joy is taken out of it for me because now it feels like a job or an obligation. We don't want that thing that we like, that we enjoy doing from time to time, or even that thing that people don't know about that we do. We don't do it on a constant basis or let other people know about it because it's going to start feeling like a job or an obligation or we fear that the joy is going to be taken away from it and the reason why we do what we why we do so many things we don't like like i said it's like working a job you don't like for society society reasons for the reasons of family family can say well i believe you need to do this um for me just to make it personal a lot of my family members will feel like i should have went to nursing school my grandmother said me that my aunt said me that 
fam, uh, family friends say that because of how I take care of my grandmother. Oh, you should have went to nursing school. You got so much patience. You got um all of, you got these certain skills. No, my heart wasn't in nursing school. And do I sometimes feel like, well, Lord, was that my purpose to go to nursing school? Did I miss out on it? Then we start panicking. If we're doing something that we don't like, or if we're doing something that we like, and it doesn't fit the expectations that either we've put in our heads or the expectations that society has put in our heads, or the expectations that our family has put on us. If we're doing it and it doesn't make sense to them, and we start getting judged for it, then we'll start questioning ourselves. We'll turn it into, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, and, well, maybe so-and-so was right, and maybe I'm not cut out for this. So we go to something practical. We'll go to a, we'll choose a practical nine to five, even though we, we knew didn't want to work a nine to five, didn't want to work in the cubicle, didn't want that. But for the sake of these bills and for the sake of, well, my family members think I should, or I'll be good at, or what I actually want to do isn't practical to somebody else. I, I let me go ahead and work this because it's getting me by, but your life is yours. You can't live your life through the expectations of other people. You can't live according to the expectations of other people. You can't live your life through the eyes of someone else. You have to live your life for you, defined by you. And if you don't, I promise you, you're going to regret so many things. The shoulda, coulda, wouldas is going to eat you alive. And it's going to come out in other ways. When you get older or you'll take it out on your kids, or you'll start to resent your kids' creativity. If you have a creative passion that you didn't act on, you'll start to resent your kids' creativity, or you'll push them to to the point where they don't want to create anymore. Or if it's something that they're doing that you wanted to do, it doesn't have to be creative, but if they're doing something that you wanted to do that you didn't have a chance to do, or that you used to do and you used to enjoy doing, but because you picked something practical, practical, you'll start to kind of take out, like take little jabs at them for it. You'll take the joy out of everything for them. It's going to come out in other ways when you you're not living up to your purpose and you're not doing the things that you like to do on a constant on a consistent basis so that's why i believe we do so many things we don't like and like so many things we don't do that is a really good question and i hope i answered it i answered it to your liking (laughs) and to the best of my ability but hey honey and thank you for your question i love you lord now y'all ignore this Well, we have reached the end of this episode. 
thank you so much for sticking around until the end i'm sorry if it's not as funny as the last one (laughs) i know i got some calls and some texts and everything about my first segment on the last episode but i hope you still enjoyed it i hope i said some things that made you think that made you feel that made you laugh that made you love a little bit more even if it's on yourself or love put love into other people you know well last week i did a poem for unique speaks if you didn't know what this segment is called it's it's unique speaks it's not just the closing but you know i got i got names i got a theme to this show okay so <laughs> this is unique speaks last week i gave you a poll a poem why because i'm a poet and i thought you should know it now this week you get a quote i don't have a poem for this week but i give you a quote and that quote is to fall in love with yourself is the first secret to happiness and that was from robert morley my thoughts on that is it's so true you your first step towards happiness towards genuine happiness you have to fall in love with you first and fall in love with the real version of you and not the versions that other people have put together of you so many times we have family members that put together oh you're this person and you do this or even our friends will put together our you know this kind of distorted version of us but if you don't truly know who you are inside and out flaws and all and you genuinely fall in love with that person you're going to seek all different types of love that you don't deserve not not the right type of love you'll um accept not seek you'll accept any type of love you'll accept any type of treatment you'll accept any type of attention be it good or bad and you'll chalk it up to well hey all eyes are on me and this is who i am when true enough you don't know who you are the first step to happiness is to is to fall in love with yourself choose today to start falling in love with yourself that's something i have to work on choose today to start falling in love with who god created you to be and it's okay if you don't know who that person is right now you don't have to have all of the answers right now you don't it's not necessary but what is necessary is you love yourself genuinely honestly truthfully flaws and all you have to speak the things that a lot of times will go unspoken because we we feel like they're too ugly or no one is going to accept them or we won't process them the way they need to be processed no love yourself genuinely go to that dark that dark place and see what's there unfold it unpack it and fall in love with it fall in love with you choose today to start falling in love with you because i love you i love you unconditionally unless you know you ain't tipping big at my strip shows but that's besides the point i love you unconditionally and i hope you love me too 
So until next time, Lord, I still got people hitting me up. Next time I'm putting my phone on, do not disturb. Anyway, I love you. I love you so much, red people. Please know that I love you. You matter. You are important. God put you here for a reason. You were created for greatness. You were created in God's image and you have a purpose beyond your own being. I love you so much. I will talk to you later. Please go forth remembering that L-O-V-E is all we need. Until next time, red people. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is red and you are my people. I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.